0: Hey guys, it's Mandy. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to take a minute to thank my patrons. You are the ones making this possible. You are the ones keeping restorative grief, both on the airwaves and in the lives of people who need grief support and a better understanding of how to support themselves through their losses. So if you're interested in joining us, you can visit my website, mandykpart.com, for all the links to check out the premium episodes and premium content that are available to you by becoming a patron. Welcome back to Restorative Grief with Mandy K. Part. You are listening to episode 62, titled A Reflection for Your Holiday Walk. It's a major holiday in the U.S. today and around the world. And whether or not you celebrate the season, you can listen to this episode with an open mind, heart, and spirit toward connection and restoration for yourself. This month and the coming new year are often so full of expectation and pressure that we fail to carve the space we need to experience our own wholeness. So I hope my short essay for today can become a starting point for you to pursue what feels good and right and lovely for yourself. As I mentioned before, it is my fervent hope that you are making space for yourself. Take a moment to pause with me wherever you're listening. Before you cut your next vegetable, move to the next basket of laundry, or return your next text message, let's decide if this is a moment that you can actually go for a brisk walk. And if walking isn't an option for you, is this a moment that you can close a door and be alone? Is this a moment that you can hide in a restroom and wait for however long this episode takes? If you're not able to pause on your current task, of course that's okay. But with the pause mindset, let's lean into a sacred space of curiosity. As you know, today and the rest of this year are loaded with expectations and responsibilities. In the heart of traditions, we will often compromise our own needs and wants for the overall peace of the season, even if that sacrifice brings something that feels nothing like peace to us. There are so many demands on our health right now, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And because we feel the need to honor these traditions, we will find ways to justify our own discomfort for the sake of the group. But today, we're going to explore the gift of something new, a gift that will hopefully make space for our grief to pursue the peace that it needs the most. After today, we will collectively embark upon that week between Christmas and the new year when time feels floaty and most people check out. And it's reasonable. The rush and pressure ramping up to the big holiday celebrations are tiresome. They exhaust our reserves and occasionally place us in tense conversations or circumstances we just don't know how to navigate. So this is where we are going to decide to set a different path before us. Literally taking a walk to do this exercise is great because your brain and your body are connected, my friends. And walking while setting your mind to take a new metaphorical path will definitely reinforce the power of your decision. But whether or not you are walking, consider this. What expectations do you have for today, for the last week of the year? What are you carrying in your own grief experience right now that might feel bigger or louder now that the holiday is finally here? At the end of today, or the end of this year, what would you like to look back upon and see? What would you like to remember? What would peace in this season mean or feel like to you as the year wraps? Please don't feel like you need to answer all of these questions or sit down with a journal, and you definitely don't even need a clear path forward by the time you're done listening here. While I could offer a tool for you to sort these ideas, I'd rather just share with you something very meaningful for me that may help you feel a little bit more peace right now, even as your thoughts are swirling about those questions and what peace could mean for you. So this passage I'm about to share is from a book of blessings called To Bless the Space Between Us by the late Irish teacher and poet John O'Donohue. Whether or not you find yourself to be a spiritual or religious person, this poem is meant to invite you deeper into the reckoning of the tension of the in-between. I think that's why everyone's so uncomfortable with this next week coming up, because it is an in-between. It's a liminal space. But we grievers are familiar with those liminal spaces, aren't we? So whether your in-between week includes actively grieving or reckoning with old wounds as they arise— I hope you'll allow these words to stir peace within. This piece is called At the End of the Year. The particular mind of the ocean, filling the coastline's longing with such brief harvest of elegant vanishing waves, is like the mind of time opening us shapes of days. As this year draws to its end, we give thanks for the gifts it brought and how they became inlaid within where neither time nor tide can touch them. The days when the veil lifted and the soul could see delight, when a quiver caressed the heart in the sheer exuberance of being here, surprises that came awake in forgotten corners of old fields where expectation seemed to have quenched. The slow, brooding times when all was awkward and the wave in the mind pierced every sore with salt. The darkened days that stopped the confidence of the dawn. Days when beloved faces shone brighter, with light from beyond themselves. And from the granite of some secret sorrow, a stream of buried tears loosened. We bless this year for all we have learned, for all we've loved and lost, and for the quiet way it brought us nearer to our invisible destination. Thank you for listening to episode 62 of Restorative Grief. I wish I could say more about what the future holds for each of us, but that's the conflict of hope. We are hoping in what we cannot see or confirm. In grief work, we wrestle with the nuance of what was, what is, and what is to come. The known and unknown, uncontrollable nature of impermanence challenges us to embrace the moment of our lives that we find ourselves within even when the waves within this moment bring both salt to our wounds and relief to our aching bodies. As we wrap this year, I want to thank you again for continuing to learn and navigate your own grief stories with me and this little community of courageous hearts. It's no small thing to continually face your pain with confidence and curiosity, even if that confidence wanes to nearly immeasurable levels. I'm so grateful to hear your stories, and I want to invite you to join our little podcast and coaching community over on Facebook. Maybe this is your last investment in your grief self and your grief story here before the year ends. So you can join the Restorative Grief Project over on Facebook, like I said, to learn more about yourself, gain some grief literacy, and continue to flesh out the healing path you're walking. Also, please remember, take a moment and leave a little holiday gift from me in the form of a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It would make my whole year. I love seeing them. I get so excited every time a new one pops up. And as always, one last thing before we go. Please remember, the only solution for grief is to do the work of grieving. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week and next year.